0: Welcome to the Primal Zone Athletics Podcast. This is Ryan.
1: I'm Molly, and we're two broke personal trainers trying to juggle training, college, multiple jobs, and becoming quote-unquote adults.
0: We may still be finishing our education, but when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and mindset, we've got it mostly figured out.
1: Follow us to learn how to avoid all the BS out there and become the best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome to the second episode. Today we're going to be talking about things we wish we knew before we started lifting. So why don't you get started?
0: All right, so the first thing that I wish I knew is that compounds are king. <laughs> so when I first started working out about six years ago, I focused a lot on little exercises like chest fly, cable extension, and leg extension and stuff like that instead of bench, deadlift, and different variations of squat. But bench and deadlift and squat and stuff, those are going to be what build the most muscle and develop the most strength.
1: Um, and to piggyback on that, he means like, barbell shit like when I first started big
0: barbell guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) when I first started squatting and deadlifting I only used dumbbells first of all I couldn't lift any more weight I was a runner and a dancer like weightlifting was not my thing whenever we had to like move things around in the house I was always the one that they just didn't ask help for like they would be like all right guys let's go move this kitchen table but like I was never called over like I could not lift any weight so barbell squats and barbell deadlifts are really huge for me. Um, they, I've literally gained five pounds in about three months, and I've been 104 pounds for like maybe half my life, and finally I've stopped plateauing, so there's that.
0: All right, the next thing is protein. More protein is not better. So, I used to just eat as much protein as I could, not tracking, and, like, I probably ate, like, 20 to 40 grams over what I was supposed to.
1: Because bro science.
0: Because bro science. Uh, but a good, like, uh, a good measurement is, like, one gram of protein per pound body weight, and that's a high-protein diet. So, like, imagine eating, like, 40 grams more than your body weight.
1: Well, when you overeat protein, it doesn't get used for your muscles anymore. So it just turns into fat or it gets stored. So, like, eating more protein won't make you stronger. I mean, obviously, eat sufficient protein. But the second you go over, it either gets wasted or stored as fat.
0: Yeah, your body can only digest about 30 to 40 grams of protein at a time. So say you have a 90-gram protein shake, about 50 to 60 grams of that is just going to be pooped out.
1: (laughs) You said poop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the next thing I'm going to talk about is the fact that you cannot spot reduce. No matter how many crunches you do, you will not get rid of that belly fat. However, if you lose weight all around and you're just in a calorie deficit, then you can lose the belly fat.
0: Yeah, your body's not going to take weight from your arms if you do bicep curls. Like, if you're trying to get rid of lunch lady arms, and you're going <laughs> to have to remove weight from your entire body because your body stores fat where it thinks it needs to be stored.
1: Yeah, definitely, and for women, we have that little muffin top because we're protecting our, our baby organs, so yeah, there's that. Don't forget that we're supposed to have babies, <laughs> so it's okay to have a little extra love like right below your belly button.
0: The next thing that I want to say is that I never incorporated stability exercises. Most people don't do stability exercises because they don't know what they are, but stability exercises are great for increasing core strength, posture control and neuromuscular efficiency
1: are we even going to talk really? about pistol squats or like what those are a, a stability exercise those are good those exercise. those suck i literally can't do them
0: yeah those are hard like i think i can do one and then like my knee is in like sharp shooting pain oh yeah my so knee's gonna like fall off but yeah but like another good <laughs> example of one is like shoulder press on a stability ball because if you're doing shoulder press on a stability ball, you're kind of forced to have good posture, so you want to work on controlling your posture and balance and go really light with those.
1: Stability balls are like the big yoga balls that you like to bounce on when you're eight, also when you're like 20, but that's fine. Um, The next thing I want to talk about, oh, form over weight and reps. That is super important. Um, Instead of like cramming out a whole bunch of bench press, you're like, it's a super lightweight and you're just like going crazy with it. Instead, focus on time under tension and really squeezing at the top and lowering very slowly at the bottom.
0: So the next one is don't destroy your body every day. Like your body needs time to recover. And if you destroy it every day, then you're going to be sore basically for all your lifts. And if you're sore for all your lifts, then you're probably not going to work out with good form. And then that can lead to injury.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> if you ever ran on like a high school track team, it's kind of hard to relate to this because you're used to training really hard every day. Um, a lot of people have this like all in mentality and it really just ruins the whole lifestyle aspect of it. So if you can just, um, right now we're only working at, we're only working out. Oh my God. Welcome to apartment living. Um, (laughs) no, but, um, right now Ryan and I have only been working out three days a week for a while and I've seen the most gains I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm
0: about to change it up and start working out six days a week, but probably just for a little bit, just so my body can adapt to a new stimulus.
1: Yeah. And because we're going to be working out six days a week now, um, I'm going to be lifting hard and heavy three days of the week. And then the other, um, three it's just going to be light cardio my physical therapy stretching ab work all that one thing i always focus on with my clients is a good proper long stretch at the end of our workouts flexibility decreases exponentially as you lift And I learned this the hard way. Um, I was a dancer. I, I was never the most flexible dancer. Like in the dance world, I was not flexible, but in the normal world, I was like really flexible. So I could never do like a full center split or anything, but my side splits, I had them. I could kick really high, you know, all that jazz, but I was never like super dance flexible. As soon as I started lifting, holy shit, I couldn't move anymore. So you just have to keep up with that flexibility. Don't forget to do your deep stretch after your workout, not before
0: yeah i'm guilty of not stretching after my workouts damn right i'll do a good dynamic (laughs) warm-up though but then like after that i don't really do a cool down and i know i should but usually i either don't have time or i'm just like so dead where i just don't want to do it but i've been trying to stretch more so we'll see how long that lasts
1: Um, the last thing that we're going to talk about is the fact that sleep and recovery are half the battle. They are just as important as actively building your muscles.
0: When you're sleeping, your body produces a hormone called growth hormone. And I'll go more into depth about growth hormone more in a different episode.
1: But yeah, definitely prioritize your sleep. If you're getting, like, five hours of sleep, that's no good. If you're getting, getting seven to nine hours of sleep, that's good for most people. Some people even need more. I thrive off of, like, nine. How about you?
0: Yeah, I am I need my eight hours every night.
1: Yeah, and especially, like, you have to be aware of your fle- sleep cycles. You could wake up and deep sleep, and then you won't feel rested for, like, four hours of your morning.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't even matter if you slept eight hours. If you wake up during deep sleep, you're going to feel all sluggish.
1: Yeah, one thing that I've already said before is that sleep affects everything from your hu- hunger hormones to your productivity that day. So it's super important. Also, your recovery days you need to take them off. If you are sore, don't work that muscle. That's where um, intuitive training comes in. I usually just like demolish all the muscles that aren't sore. The second I get into a sore muscle, like it's okay to do a light cardio on sore muscles. Like I'm not telling you never move when your muscles are sore because that just makes them more sore, but um, don't like go for your one rep max on your sore muscles. That is so dumb. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, I think that's all we have for you today, but make sure you guys stay tuned because we're going to be pumping these things out whenever we get the time. And if you're not following us on social media, I don't know what you're doing, but you can find me on Instagram at Oliva underscore fitness.
1: And you can find me at dailyish underscore fit, the number four, the letter U. And that's all. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Love you, bye.